Welcome to another episode of the Word of God by M. Luke 9.23 reads, And he said unto all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross daily, and follow me. Today, I would like to invite you to take up your cross and follow Jesus. Our proposal is to invite you to a new life, a life where you're going to be able to experience the love of Christ. Many believe that the Christian life is a life full of rituals and religiosity, and there is nothing more wrong than this perception. It is men who have invented and filled their relationship with God with traditions that in no way constitute the commandments of God. Says the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, verses 7 and 8. But in vain do they honor me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. For setting aside the commandment of God, you hold to the tradition of men. We must understand that the relationship with Christ is a relationship where what matters is your communication with Him through prayer and learning what He wants from us through reading the Bible. God does not ask you to leave anything to find salvation and eternal life. The only thing He asks is that you believe that he is the Son of God who paid for your sins and received him in your heart, as is said in John 1.12. I know churches where it is a taboo to listen to the Beatles or where there are so many prohibitions that what exists is no longer a church but a prison. These guys as a spiritually place. Romans 14, 14 says, I know and trust in the Lord that nothing is unclean in itself. The internet is not bad in itself. It's what we look for there that can threaten our spirituality. The same happens with the television, music, movies, even wine. The Bible, in many parts and forms, invites you not to get drunk with wine, but at no time does it tell you not to drink. Rather, it is Paul himself, in his letters to Timothy, who tells him to drink wine to heal his stomach. Luke 9.24 says, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. It is here where the Bible explains to us that we must put limits to our senses and our desires. We must understand that living for Christ will bring us the greatest reward we can imagine. But this means learning to forgive to 
not harbor resentment, to love and honor our spouses, our children, and in general, all living beings. To live for Christ is a privilege of a few, because we are called to be the salt of the earth, to make our, to make our lives provoke others to live for Christ, and this means to live a clean life, which is different from a religious life. It means to live a life of gratitude and not a life of appearances. It means to know that we are sinners and not to believe that we are perfect. The true worker of God is the one who with his life invites others to know Christ. He is the one who in the midst of problems and adversities does not lower his gaze from the cross, but continues with his faith intact before the astonished gaze of those around him. That individual who always has a smile, a kind phrase, a vocation to serve and not to be served, is the one who is always interested in the needs of others and to bring smiles wherever he goes. Luke 9.25 says, What shall a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose himself and destroy himself? This verse gives you a reason to take up your cross and follow Jesus. Here, Jesus asks you why you want to win the whole world if you are going to destroy yourself at the end. The legendary Michael Jackson sold more than a billion albums, being recognized by Guinness Record as the most successful popular artist in history. However, his private life was always full of emotional deficiencies. Unfortunately, his life ended too soon. And how sad to know that having won the whole world, there was no way to keep him away from self-destruction. Living for Christ is the way to find the fullness we long for, is the way to find joy in the midst of problems, but above all, is the way to live in gratitude, gratitude for what we have and not complaining about what we don't have, gratitude for the trials, knowing that they serve a purpose in our life. When Jesus invites us to take up our cross and follow him, it is so that we learn that our life is at the service of God, not of our feelings or our instincts. God wants that with our way of living, we conquer those around us for Christ. The Apostle Paul was a great persecutor of the Christian church until he had the experience of dialoguing with God. And that was enough to invite Paul to God's service. From that moment and until the last of his days, Paul took his cross and followed Jesus. However, not all the stories that are cited in the Bible have the end 
of the story of Paul. There are examples like Sapphira and her husband Ananias who were seduced by greed. One of the disciples of Paul, Demas, loved this world. So not everyone is willing to take the cross and follow Christ. You can be sure that your life will be full and happy as long as your north is the cross of Calvary. While if you give free reign to your senses, you will never going to experience the joy of, of living by God's plan. Thank you for joining me in another podcast of the Word of God by M. Leave your questions or comments in our email, the Word of God by M at gmail.com. And I hope next week we'll be able to start a new series based on important people of the Bible. Next week, we're going to talk about Adam and Eve. And you're going to understand a lot of the things that happen and you go through in your life. Have an amazing week. And remember, stay in touch by sending us your emails. God bless.